It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You're here. You did it. You're here. One of us, right, ran a marathon and at the end found a sign and it said, you did it. And he texted me, you're here. And that's just top tier stuff. I'm sorry, but we got to shout out how top tier elite messaging. If we had all the socials in line, if we had the fan base that's just out there waiting to get the merch that's also waiting to get printed up, um, that's just getting all the likes, retweets, re-story, real plays all the things that happen on social media that would have got all the are you ready for the buzzword engagement that was top tier stuff and that is my little sideways way of saying congrats on running your fourth marathon and getting a pb my friend thank you jeff yeah i don't i I have i have less (laughs) skin on my feet than i started the week with (laughs) (laughs) fantastic fantastic and now we can just uh i want to get into the nitty-gritty i want to get to it it's a lovely day outside. Energy levels are high. Well, but well. <laughs> I want to firstly tell you what this what is this podcast about? And I feel like someone who runs a marathon clearly has the stamina. It's just 30 seconds. 30 seconds to explain a pod. Do you think you got it in you after all you've done this weekend? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 30 seconds to explain for the me? podcast. Yeah, for you, my friend. Explain it to all the people. Three, two, one, go. So a while back, Mm. I discovered a podcast called Little White Lies. Mm. And that Little White Lies podcast, they're really good at reviewing things, Jeff. Mm. What they did was they reviewed the anticipation, the enjoyment, and in retrospect. So you got three scores out of five. They gave a good way of reviewing stuff. So what I thought, Jeff, was Mm. that we could suggest things to each other Mm. and guess what each other's scores would be. Mm. And then argue about if you cheated or not. And then see who wins, because someone has to win, Jeff. And that's what this podcast is about. Very 30 seconds. Nailed it. You did. I like how we continue to be a podcast that shouts out other Other podcasts. podcasts. (laughs) It's our main thing. That was one thing I was thinking of, because last week I was like, this is a first. I'm recommending a whole YouTube video. One thing that's still not quite made the list yet, I'm just saying, is our podcast. That's going to be a funny, very meta one. Speaking of meta things, should I take the... (laughs) Shall I take the ball and just go for it? We're talking about Community Season 2, Episode 5, Messianic Myths and Ancient Peoples. Um, yes, I asked you to watch that episode. So just to get an idea of how this... Were you just like on some sort of community shuffle? How did the episode come up? Are you doing the whole rewatch? How does how did it come I th- up? I, I can't even remember why mm. I thought to add it to the list. Sure. But... I think somewhere along the line of you getting really into making movies and being movie Jeff and stuff like that. (laughs) I'd always in the back of my head when I've seen this episode in the past on any rewatches of community thought of of you for some reason. (laughs) 
And what's really funny yeah. is that I watched it again last week yeah. to try and remind myself about the episode. And then there were there were quotes in there. <laughs> there even more so. I, even yeah. more so that made it even more meta into our real life. Even the fact that one of the characters said, it's a movie about making movies. And I started chuckling. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I will say now, yeah. after watching one episode of Community, I then went on to watch another four or five random ones. So they've all blurred blend into my head. So totally understood. I'll need you to take me through what you thought sure. of that episode. Sure. And we so can take it from there. To, to a brief synopsis for people out there. I'm very curious now. I feel like Community's aged kind of funny because it was like the hip show. It was like had such a random assortment of people. There was the controversy about chevy chase on set it was the dan Harmon show he's gone on to do rick and morty rick and morty was the fashionable thing rick and morty is now having its problems like in terms of how it's culturally viewed, rick and morty's fine sure <laughs> okay let's, let's stay in that denial um it's having a weird cultural moment i feel like but i used to freaking love this show didn't fall out of love with it i just haven't watched it for a while and uh the synopsis for this episode is basically that arbed our lovely arbed who bless his heart is um a film buff he comes up uh like there's this idea to help um his friend do sort of a bit of a, a religious film or at least some sort of like let's do a viral video to promote christianity because um that's the thing to do and he's he somehow gets into the idea of doing a bit of a a, a religious film but it becomes all about Arbed being a savior he is god we are all in our own movies lots of recursive thoughts like that and he just wants to make a movie about a movie about a movie about god being the director and all all of us are in the movie of life that is never going to be released and there's just all these infinite loops and the woman who wanted him to do it's the little, very meta it's very meta <laughs> and the woman who wanted him to do the little jesus viral video was like what and here's the, i i feel like i'm repeating myself from our american dad episode in the sense but importantly our b story to use the technical term is is um What's his name? Uh, Chevy Chase's character. Uh, I'm going to do a lot of like, maybe just using the actors yeah. if I'm not remembering characters, but Chevy Chase's character is like, he hangs out with these young, vibrant, lovely people, but there's a really funny B story where the older people who in this community college are a bit like the rebels, just inverting the idea of like the young rebellious teenagers. They're all making fun of him for hanging out with the young people and he starts to hang out with them and everyone's a bit concerned and he's being a rebel by hanging out with the older, more senile people, which is really, really funny. Now, I'll start my little review by saying your exact quote just now about making a movie about making a movie. The follow up to that line is like, oh, that sounds really interesting for people who make movies. And I was like, <laughs> dagger. And on first watch, part of it was just like, this episode is just making fun of me. This is great. <laughs> there, was, there was two shout outs for Charlie Kaufman. And I was like, yep. both of them were like, okay, I hear you. I see you. That's a bird. spot a tiny little cameo that I pointed and shouted at the screen when I watched it this time around. Oh, a tiny little cameo that you put. And I'll tell you, you, you had the episode on the list. You rewatched it. I watched the episode and then I rummaged around and I found it. My old community boxer. And I listened oh. to the DVD commentary, which was really oh, fun. Wow. I know. Listen. How, how do you do research? It does things. <laughs> it's always. Listen, enjoy what's up. The actor who played Leonard, who was like, yeah. The head sort of older rebellious guy. Oh, by the way, really great. Oh, the joke. ringleader. The ringleader, exactly. Um, really good joke is they're known as the hipsters because they all have really dodgy hips, which is a great joke. Hip replacements. Hip, thank you. Um, but no, who was a cameo? Let me think. Oh, no, I'm going to get it. Um, Paul Waterhauser. Yeah. Very good. Okay, he was on it. Yeah, he looked super young, but yeah. he already had all that uh, personality. It's just, yeah, that did that did totally throw me. That was awesome um listen it takes shots but at the end of the day it's very and this is something i do remember from community it's very energetically making fun of itself also yeah it, it reminds me of um 
I'm not even doing this as a bit. It reminds me of Norm MacDonald when he started latching onto the idea of meta comedy and he would yeah. make fun of meta comedy. And guess what? It all ended up rather meta. And that's what's going on here. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's midway through season two. So I guess the show is starting to feel itself. And... Um, I gleaned a bit of this from the commentary, to be fair. Mostly it was all the actors talking about what a great time they had. Um, mm. But, like, the idea of, like, that was a lot of the feedback they were getting. It's a, you're a very meta show, blah, blah, blah. And so I love how some creatives and some shows will be like, oh, that's the energy you're giving us. Okay, well, let's just do it to the hilt. And yeah. um, of, of all the TV shows out there, Community is a show that knows it's a show. And they knows it's a show. Knowing very well TV show. It's, it's so just... It's a show that knows it's a show. That's a great yeah, way it's to It's a show it. about making shows. <laughs> it's a show about making shows. And this one happens to have a movie about making movies. And there's a few low-key bits about religion that are funny. Um, the, you know, Donald Glover trying to do the viral rap for Jesus is hilarious. Oh, it doesn't count as a cameo as such, but it is really funny to think, considering where everyone's careers have gone. John yeah. Oliver being the professor in it. I always forget. I'm like, oh, jeez. Um, yeah. And he's really good. It's really good. What a funny character. I think, I, think I went on to watch. I think I think it might have been the next episode, mm. or unless I did another random just scroll and click. Mm. But there's one where I can't even remember any of their names now. It's been a long few days, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, you're fine. But where, where John Oliver goes round the sort of the the leader of the study group. I can't remember. John McHale. Yeah, John yeah. McHale. No, we're just going to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we, if but he goes around there those. to watch Man United Liverpool or something, and then like the nice. whole way leading up to it, he's just making up these fake sort of English <laughs> mannerisms or jokes or quips or sayings <laughs> that are like, oh, it's just like a Fanny's biscuit or something like that, or something so <laughs> stupid. And I just found myself just chuckling a lot. But yeah, John Oliver's great in it. <laughs> it's a funny one, right? Because it's it's actually it's it's funny how these um, recommendations are popping up because it's quite similar to I described last week Lana Del Rey, how I had this. Mm. a bit of a relationship to norman fucking rockwell but like i hadn't listened to her in earnest for quite a few years so now you just totally rejigged the relate you've restarted a relationship there listening to the debut album and this one it's a good five six years i haven't watched a single moment besides a troy and arbed gif on twitter do you know what i mean of the show so it was a really weird one to come back into because it's a great bottle episode it's making fun of movies about movies um and it did make me think it's like a really signature thing about these sitcoms that you especially are a big fan of, right? Yeah. And it always makes me think of... I'm not necessarily decrying it. And I, I, just, I came to Community very late. Oh, did it you? Already fin- it finished and moved on. And I just... Oh, it's, okay. I think it's something one of our one of our dear listeners and friends yes. had, had gone on, a, on about for a while. And, and I think I just I think just once I just went for it and went in and then that was it. Yeah, I, it I gets you, hurt. doesn't it? It's yeah, very... it does get you. And it's, it's that perfect American sitcom thing of like once you're in... 20 something plus episodes per season it's super super zany you get really into the characters and their relationships and dynamics but it's funny we did we've done the thing again we've done the american dad thing again Mm. of coming in cold and like getting into the sitcom thing well i'm uh like the community door has been opened for me again but i bet similar to what happened with you after this episode i bet like Mm. five six episodes down the line I'm gonna like be like super feeling my sitcommy comfort food with it again. Like not that I didn't yeah. enjoy it, especially the concept and everything, but it was just funny how if you come in for a one-off with a sitcom, it's always just a bit of a oh I need to find my legs with this one, right? And yeah. I think one thing that stood out to me in terms of the mechanics of a sitcom, and as I say, I'm not gonna decry it. It's just it's very noticeable when you come in cold, right? And I'll always think of I'm, I think I've told you this before, but like I'll always tell you about this um interview I read with um the comic 
Louis C.K., who talked about mm-hmm. his own sitcom called Louis and how he realized going from a guest spot on Parks and Recreation to his own show, how much shows are like sort of hemmed in by the idea of like, we have this many actors on cast. We are paying all of them this amount of money. Everyone needs a story, a beat in the mm. show, a thing. So a lot of the story writing becomes slight politicking to get everyone in, as opposed to, you know, to, to a point he's bigging up his own show and how he'd more just follow his muse and all this shit. But like there is a grain of truth in it, right? And I always, I've, I've, I've found recently when I dip into these sitcoms as a one-off, you so clearly see that this is our A story. This is our B story. And like, do you know what I mean? I'm not I'm even pre- decrying no, it. No, no, no. I don't yeah. disagree. I just yeah. think I think there is a community episode where oh, do they have a they, point they, about? they 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 sort of point it out because Arbed has a whole C or D story that you don't see. It's just <laughs> happening in the background while all the other stories are happening. Community and is think, the show to do that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then they they just touch on it. I think they even touch on it in a couple of episodes later or something mm. like that. But he effectively helps someone give birth in the back of a van or something in the background you, and it's never mentioned during the whole episode that's going on at the time i'll be honest so, even your little anecdote about remembering they parody that very mechanism at some point is winning yeah. me over again to like i probably do need to give community the time of day more a very yeah. self-aware sitcom to me is yeah. a very funny thing but, and they have an actual bo- bottle episode where Arbed says he knows it's a bottle episode yeah, he, yeah, says, yeah. Are we, he goes are we doing a bottle episode okay we're doing a bottle episode then. and then <laughs> just sort of lean into it really good stuff and but it's it's really funny how i think then if you become a sitcom connoisseur it's not just about how good is story a how good maybe is story that's B. what my calling is jeff i've always wondered what i should do sitcom connoisseur. Yeah. i mean you're definitely up there my friend you are a sitcom yeah. aficionado if ever i've met yeah. one in my life um but it's like not only is it how good is story a how good is story b but it's how they complement each other and mm. this one oh mate they complement each other rather well and just chevy chase is acting in all of community it's just very odd it, it's, it is what it is on the surface which is an yeah. older guy who doesn't quite fit in and there's these stories of chevy chase being a bit of an ornery guy and he's mm. I mean, it's weird. It's like, it's quite similar, I guess, to the Danny DeVito thing, but Danny DeVito comes across as slightly more warm-hearted in his mm. persona and Chevy Chase. It doesn't come across as an arsehole, but he comes across a bit like an arsehole sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a very different energy. But wh- whoever came up with the concept of just the older guys all being a bit uh, of a, the, the teen rebel crew, it's just really good stuff. Um, yeah. And those, co- those and, stories complement each they other. And they steal a car. They steal the car. <laughs> and then the guy... <laughs> forgets how to drive and where they're going um how would you this is just a question for you because um someone convinced you to get into it late Mm. how would you uh recommend it to to someone because as i say it's a weird moment it's been quite a few years now if suddenly they were bringing out the movie and you had to sort of binge it like how would you describe it to someone super new i don't know jeff in terms of the energy in terms do you know what i mean not the whole like don't describe the plot to me but like Mm. in all the sitcoms you've enjoyed what makes community unique um i think it's clever yeah but yeah but not in a way that you need to be smart i'm really bad (laughs) that's great that's really good (laughs) (laughs) it's clever but not in a way that you have to be smart it's really good can you you ask ask me that question again you actually nailed it you actually nailed it it's clever it's it's, it's, it's on the surface it's a group of people that meet at a community college um and they form a study group yeah. And they've all got their own reasons for being at that community college, whether it be one didn't pass his college, hasn't got his college credits, so he, he's no longer a lawyer and he has to go back. Mm. One um, lost his scholarship at 
a real college because he injured himself and his scholarship was football. Mm. And then you've got all the, they're all these just mismatch of people that have met at this college and they form a study group to pass Spanish in year one. Mm. That's how effectively it starts. Yeah. But then they all become friends. They've all got their own weird little quips and quirks yeah. and things like that. And then life moves on. And as you say, yeah. the sitcom people are quite aware that they're doing a sitcom, so it's quite a yeah. lot of self-referential and, stuff. And the creator, Dan Harmon, who mm. also created Rick and Morty, mm. he's very smart in the way he puts together these shows. Yeah. He likes to reference... He's clearly got a nerdy sort of reference to all of sort of popular culture and stuff yeah. like that. And, yeah, he, yeah. and he, he's not afraid to use it and lean against it and stuff. Yes, that's and a lot very of their true. jokes and storylines. In then, fact, there's, there, there's, there's like a whole paintball episode yes that's basically an action movie at the end of each at the end of a couple of seasons as well yeah which is um and also the russo brothers directed a lot of this stuff as well mm. and they've gone on to direct avengers endgame and yeah, infinity crazy. war so crazy. i mean there's the, I think it was a it was a launch pad for a lot of careers yes because, yes and it's very so. um i remember at the time if i'm getting the chronology right dan Harmon had already been like quite a vet in the mm. writing industry and tv like and he was pretty like weathered at that point and like he'd failed on a few things and i think sarah silverman who's this comedian had her own show for a bit and i think he was like either co-showrunner or like high up on it and like in the nicest way possible i think sarah silverman mm. let him go because she was like he's too much like he needs his own show yeah. and it's just um you can you definitely get the the impression that his brain's rather big and hyper he needs to he has a take mm. on everything and the, the really interesting thing to me about a, con, a show as concept heavy as this is i think you'll agree mr sitcom fan at the mm. end of the day no matter how concept heavy and clever by half you are it does depend on the chemistry of your actors and everyone yeah. here has mad chemistry um, yeah really really talented cool actors and i actually came at it from a pretty weird angle because before you had recommended and pitched this to me i had just mm. finished reading a donald glover um profile in gq oh, magazine wow. yeah yeah and i was like curious what's he doing now he's had the childish gambino thing atlanta which i started and haven't continued with but found really interesting he seems to me a very interesting yeah guy doing work right now and i'll be honest usually hey, lando in star wars i'm just saying this is this is a, a funny thing that i'm not too aware of but i i know uh but i don't quite <laughs> get how significant it is i think it's a big deal lando yeah, big deal big deal yeah. um but it was Maybe weird it was because in um he mentions in gq that he want he's still gonna be there for the movie if and when they do it and uh yeah, yeah it's sort of weird because I'll, I'll link the to guy it. who jumps shit well season four season five exactly it, it does feel a bit it's like as opposed to whatever else i want to say about um uh, our beloved show friends and mm. uh, the book matthew perry he does give all the props to david schwimmer for like let's all negotiate let's all make the same amount of money and that part of the longevity and that's part of what i love and that's part of what i love about a lot of bands that stay together forever and it is like oh mate why'd you leave like we loved you you're a core part of the group and seeing him in this episode it's like gosh darn it he was just he's on fire comedically it, i'll be honest in this gq article i don't know if it was the mood i was in when i read it but like he comes across as a bit of a grump um takes himself very seriously and mm. i just I just, from the impression I get from him being amazing comedy, I just always picture him a bit more lighthearted and, but I don't know, maybe, yeah, some artists need to take themselves super seriously, I guess, but um, uh, he's just, I don't know, everyone's just really in a, in a good moment. You can imagine the writer's room and rehearsals being so just electric with this lot. And yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I, I'll be honest. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to, I'm ready to give some scores. Are we scoring? Are we getting ready to score? So, Jeffrey. 
I think I've nailed it this week. Oh, do based, you? Based on what you've just said. Based on just what you've just said, I think you've nailed it. Well, maybe I haven't nailed it. Um, I overthought it. <laughs> a All big right. thing about this I... show, can I tell the listeners? It's like we do our scores, we lock them in just in time for pressing record sometimes, and then in the nature of our like quite natural conversation... You then look at the score. I don't know if you get this, Chris, but yeah. I look at the scores I've just written. And I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure if I fully represented what I'm about to say. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I. Uh, why did I, I? I don't even know why I did this. You never go higher than a three for anticipation. <laughs> um, and I went with a four for some reason. Did you? Why? That's hilarious. <laughs> because I, you sounded quite happy last week when I told you about it. You're like, yay. Um, so that's wrong. But I'm going to stick yeah. with it anyway. Yeah. I then think you enjoyed it. Yeah. I think you had a four in enjoyment because yeah. as you're watching it, you're like, oh, I know why Chris gave me this. This is, this is good fun. This is He's fun. basically taking the piss out of me. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then in retrospect, for some reason, I've given you a three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, mate, oh, mate. I mean, maybe I should have, like, you know, just gone for a wee or something before I just got through the door. And nah, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, you, were, you weren't too far off. I gave it, yeah, yeah. good analysis. I wonder how now we're gonna, it's going to play into the future of the pod. But yeah, I gave yeah. it another classic three. Yeah. Right on the nose. And I'm I felt. threes now. I enjoyed it. But as I say, by. A few episodes into a binge, I think I would easily be at a four. Coming in mm. cult, I gave it a three for enjoyment. I had a good time. Oh, three so feels like n- nice and solid to me. Um, and then I gave it a three for, for after two. Um, so it was three, just, two, three. It was three, three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had an average good time. Listen, it's still above. It's not two and a half as the medium. I had a good time. Right. We I, now good. I'm, giving you, I'm giving you a horrible pitch after this now. <laughs> <laughs> we were good all along. I had good. I was like, "This will be three good. is good." That's what we say to each other, isn't it? Three is three good. Three is good. Three okay. is good. Um, okay. Even if I got two of them wrong, so I was two off. I was two off. Two off. Yeah, exactly. Two off isn't bad. Now, speaking of the two off and any bitter feelings that might have occurred, my Talking guys, about two, my guys' energy last week when I brought this up, and can I put it out to the to the podcast listening universe? We're going to see how this continues to play out. But like I overthought it because my guy was like, be nice. And I was like, oh, I've got one in my back pocket that's super nice. And it's the sort of thing. It's it's just funny how you second guess yourself and whatever. But like I've got bare music in the chamber for my guy. And he told me afterwards, like, listen, I'm running a lot. I could do with just some music, something easy. I can be doing other stuff. I'm like, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> but it's like, you don't want to like, cajole. <laughs> like, and I see why he didn't like grab me and just be like jeff please recommend me this or that like you don't want to like force the other person but um (laughs) i definitely felt one vibes for the first time i guess part (laughs) of him am i right in saying let alone your own week and your own personal shit but it was also like um we've had norm on before jeff can you get over norm (laughs) was that part of your low levels Uh, i feel like you're asking for scores before i've given you any review (laughs) of anything it was just such a downer energy when I recommended it. And I thought I was being so nice. And then afterwards I was like, okay, fair enough. I see. I see where he's coming from. I did. I did a uh, double down, but yeah, give us, give us your, your, your thoughts. I, did, I mean, mate, I'm even, did you watch it? You had a week. Did you manage to watch it? The last time we spoke. Watched it. I wouldn't suggest doing a podcast if I hadn't watched it. <laughs> it could be like the behind the scenes stutz moment of our podcast where you're like, actually I didn't, uh, but here's my review of the, the YouTube thumbnail. Stutz moment. <laughs> Um, well, we, 
what are we talking about? We're talking um, about so Norm Macdonald. You, you gave me a YouTube video. Yes. It's the first time YouTube has made an appearance yes. on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Good old Google. Um, except when we're complaining about Hangouts crashing. Exactly. Um, you gave me a YouTube video, a 49-minute YouTube video of Norm Macdonald's appearances on The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien between the years of 2009 and 2010. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because I'm... So, yeah, go on. So for context, Jeff told me this context. Yeah. Um, Conan only hosted The Tonight Show for mm. the one year, correct? Mm. Mm. Just, I think and just it, over, but yeah, roughly a year. It was supposed yeah. to be a big deal. Um, it didn't didn't uh, work out well. For, for all those of you familiar with the late yeah. night wars and stuff, he was supposed to take the the throne from Jay Leno, and it didn't quite work out. And Leno came back after about a year, and it was such a huge deal at the time. Yeah. So, to, from on the face of it, these are just all his appearances mashed up on one YouTube video, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and. It was delightful. Hey. I would argue it was better than the stand-up special yeah, you gave me to watch, <laughs> to be honest. The scores because now, I'm, I feel I, I feel like this is the norm yes. that I wanted to see in that stand-up yes. special, yeah. where he just makes the host feel uncomfortable, yeah. just sort of waltzes <laughs> on with a newspaper and go goes, oh, do you want to hear my jokes that I made about this newspaper? <laughs> or yeah. from the things and the stories, and then he will just come out with random, just... It's like deconstructing comedy. He's yes. like going, look, this is a good joke, right? And then yeah. everyone just feels awkward and it's freaking hilarious, to yes. be honest. There you go. And, oh, and even more hilarious is mm. that when his little, his um, sort of interview with Conan is over yeah. and he brings out another guest <laughs> yeah. and Norm hangs around and yeah. then just sort of is like the drunk uncle in the corner, yes. just sort of <laughs> piping up <laughs> and just making the guests feel uncomfortable. Like, there was, I don't know who the actor was, but yeah. he'd been nominated for an Oscar. He was in a movie. Thomas Hayden some... Church. Yes. In the movie. I think he was in the movie Sideways. I can't remember what he was promoting on this, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I can't tell if he was in on the act or not, or just feeling really upset with Norm just jumping in on his, <laughs> I think it was that one. On his bit that he'd clearly practiced for, yeah. <laughs> for his interview with Conan. Go I got to tell you, I've seen this video 50 plus times. I always struggle with that bit. It's just too yeah. much. It's so awkward. <laughs> so for the listener, Thomas Hayden, they show these bits where Norm stays on as the side guest. You might be familiar with the whole mm. late night concept where the, the guest comes on and sometimes they stay and they just sit next to the yeah. the B guest who comes on. And Norm yeah. MacDonald is perfect at that. And over the years, Conan would always keep him. And he's sort Kinda of like, like Graham Norton. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. It's very yeah. similar to Graham Norton. Um, it's not quite a, a Graham Norton does it quite overtly. Like he's trying to involve everyone. Conan would just do yeah. a thing of like, okay, you sit there now. And like, even though I'm going to totally bash you every time you do it, chirp in and keep it even funnier. Um, yeah. and Thomas Hayden church comes in and he's got this bit. It's some sort of slideshow about animals. Literally the amount of times I've watched it's this thing. And I still don't, farm or I something. Still don't like, understand what he was going for. Like, I'm sorry, if but Norm, Norm wasn't there. It'd be the worst bit ever. <laughs> if Norm wasn't making fun of you, you would have got silence. So yeah. yeah, Norm just starts ribbing him. And I mean, the people are always getting ribbed, but it's always, this is the thing about Norm. It's always so good naturedly. Mm. This is the thing about his comedy. It, it, no matter how like uh, weird it gets, it's never like, aggressive it's always just like mm. the most sloppy funny uncle who doesn't mean anyone any harm but at the same time yeah. it's just trolling everyone like he is a troll so one of these clips i have seen before ah interesting and I, I think you've i think you've sent it to me the moth um, joke the moth joke yeah. and now if we had had more time jeff Please. before before recording yeah i really wanted us to write out the entire joke 
and perform it as Norm and Conan on this podcast because I think I think the joke is freaking hilarious. And I know that at the start of every summary on yeah. our podcast or whatever podcast line anyone uses to watch this, yeah. I say spoilers ahead. Mm. I really don't want to spoil this joke. Oh, really? I, I, was... I really want people just to watch it. And I don't know whether you can find oh, yeah. that specific joke. So actually, I think... And put that in the, the notes or something just for someone to watch it. And just it's... <laughs> We've all been there with these types of jokes. I feel like these jokes existed 20 years ago or something where... Yeah. It's it's that sort of it leads you down and it leads you down and they drag it out and they make it longer and longer and they make it longer and longer and longer and longer and then the payoff just isn't <laughs> the payoff is crap and yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I'm so glad yeah. you 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 put the full stop at the end of that because I was about yeah. to just look like I feel like I know it. I was about to just do it you, at you. But we'll just I, do the whole. I, I mean, I mean if, if, if you know it, I kind I mean, of know could, it. I could just play the Conan bit. No, listen. People <laughs> should watch it because basically. You, you and can, if you want us to perform it, all you have to do is email us. It's not that hard. <laughs> you can cccappraisalhour at gmail dot com. cccappraisalhour at gmail dot com. Give us, give us, a, give yeah, us a high. Just, just in the subject line, say review two things. P.S. Please, <laughs> please perform the the moth joke because in that way you don't have to go and watch it. We'll just when you click on us next week, we'll just perform it. I'll put I'll put great. his in the show notes because interestingly, I'm glad. Um, I didn't just also if anyone's it. actually clicked on anything in the show notes, be good to know. Just Props email us to you. Appraisal hour. <laughs> Props to you because uh, yeah, we do we do think about our show notes, but the, yeah. the, you can never tell what uh, to, to get just a bit bittersweet for a mm. moment. When Norm Macdonald died, I think that was one of the things that went super viral. Is they clipped out the moth joke and it got like as a new video, it got like yeah. ten million views like super quickly. Wow! Like people had no idea how good this bit was, and he as a guy who was just you, he was to late night appearances what you are to sitcom watching, an absolute pro. Okay, so yeah. he just knew. So like he talked about it afterwards because people ate it up and loved it, and to him it was just no big deal. And he was like, "I knew I had a certain amount of time until the mm. next guest was on," and I was like, "I could do so all these bits." Going. So he's just like, "I know where the bit's gonna end, and I am just gonna ramble, and I'm gonna take five minutes." And the thing about this entire video that I thought would make nice viewing for you is, for me. Norm, um, on every late night show possible, um, mm. but to me, Conan is his best audience because yeah. Letterman, who's on a lot and there's very long YouTube compilations of him on Letterman, Letterman is actually Norm's hero. So there's a mm. bit of like a distance there where Norm is actually in awe of the guy. Respect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, it, where it feels Conan's like there's no just, respect for Conan. no fucks. Like they, li- they like each other a lot, but they're very much on the same level. Re- re- remind me because... Mm. I, I listened to albums twice when you give them to me, but yes. I only watched this once. And no, it, it, was, it was before I went to Manchester and came back. Mm. Um, does this joke start with him getting in a cab and the cabbie telling him the joke? <laughs> Which is still, is, is it, weirdly... <laughs> as, it as is, the, isn't it? As, yes, it is indeed. As a guy who rewatches the clip over and over, I sort of, I know the moth joke so well, but like I could watch the bit of him setting it up over and over because he's just telling Conan, the guy in my cab told me this joke and I'm going to do it. And then Conan just starts laughing and he's like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, this is how I get all of my material. And then Conan's like, well, why don't we just have him on? And Norm goes, wait, just wait till you watch me do it. And then Conan just loses it. And my whole thing of being in love with this uh, video is being in love with how delighted Conan is by Norm. Conan is us. And it's just yeah. something about there's some voyeuristic cool thing of just seeing him enjoy himself so much by him. He does this weird thing, Conan, because... 
The whole late night show premise, and Jimmy Fallon kind of nails it, is find everything low-key charming and hilarious, mm. which Jimmy Fallon seems to do genuinely. Conan is a bit more for me, and it's kind of, I like it about him. You can tell when he's genuinely amused. He does this thing if he actually holds his tummy when he's really, mm. really laughing, and he does it with Norm all the time. He loses it. And every time Norm gets involved with the other guest, the way he loses it, like um, they have this um, champion snowboarding woman yeah, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Were you? Okay. Just the, the way that Conan loses are over Norm's interjecting. Did you enjoy that bit? I did enjoy that bit. <laughs> but what what I enjoyed more is that the woman wasn't offended. Like She the seemed same to love this, it, right? This, this uh, yeah. Oscar-nominated actor was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She seemed to really love it. And then, then they, they just start pitching names of funny snowboarding moves. Yeah. That she's like, oh, she comes up with a funny name for snowboarding moves. And then, like, I think, I can't remember what Norm oh, comes up with. Oh, I remember. Don't remember. Go on then, name one. Um, how about the the long lasting death or something like that? <laughs> long suffering death. Hey, well yeah, done. We yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just awkward laughter, and she's like, I don't know about that one. And she talks mm. about her move, the crippler, and all yeah. the different um, injuries so she sustained trying to attempt it. And she's this, and she's had that, and then there's just a little pause, and longer being crippled. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't. Does she? They show a clip of her going up into the sky and then crashing it's down. What, it's what makes Conan laugh so much. He stands up and walks away from the desk. He goes. It actually looks easy. I'm so sorry. I'm spoiling it. People should go out and watch this thing. And just to give a bit more of the significance to it, Conan had a show from the early '90s. He was the first late show guy where, like, the whole first couple of years, people were like, "This is shit. This isn't going to last." And he held on by his mm. fingertips. Um, he was a writer on The Simpsons. He was clearly a super um, uh, high-level comedic mind, but there was something about his his hosting that wasn't gelling. They weren't sure it was a hit mm. show yet. And just from day dot, being the weekend update host, weekend update host at Saturday Night Live, uh, Norm just became a regular guest, and he was just on all the time on the Late Show. And by the time they've gotten to this, um, he did at least twenty thirty appearances over the years. By the time he got to the Tonight Show, Conan, the pinnacle of the late night realm, um, there's just this really weird familiarity where, like, they're al- they're almost doing their act to the people that they've rehearsed all these years. At the same time as I think Norm is enjoying how much he can just relax, and he's trying to pop Conan. He's trying to make yeah. him laugh and come up with unexpected stuff. He's got the the newspaper bit. When he's finished with the moth joke, I'm not sure you remember, but there's like he has to actually like crowbar in this extra weird segment he's done where he parodies ice road truckers and kind of like i don't know if we have time for this and he's like we have time and he just quickly introduces it but like his whole thing is just longing life out to to try and make uh coden laugh and I, I forgot that one of the first things that he does on there is it's it's pilot season so he he shows <laughs> about 30 to 40 of them yeah <laughs> he, shows... <laughs> he just shows these he shows these clips yeah of basically him doing crap versions of other yeah. sitcom pilots and like there's there's parodying some sort of stupid like family sitcom. Yeah. It's just him and his son at breakfast. Yeah, which is his real life about... son, by the way. Is it? Yeah, it's Dylan. Um, <laughs> and he sort of just sort of turns to him and goes, "So you going to school?" And he goes, "Yep." You're gonna you're gonna get the bus there. Yep. <laughs> that's his. It doesn't it doesn't work. Me just repeating. No, jokes, but like Jeff, this is terrible. Can you stop giving me Norm? I know. I, I know. <laughs> but now that now that the you audience know what? are crying out for it. The audience might be crying out for it, but the thing that I you know. The, the itch I wanted to scratch, I guess, ever since we found Norm's special was okay, was I mm. wanted you to 
find him delightful again and i'm glad at least that we achieved that because yeah you're right like i found him delightful and he gave me his <laughs> yeah i ruined it right so i needed to redeem it um and to me this is like so there's actually um at a point they had like a three hour plus every appearance on just general conan that just doesn't exist on youtube now and you have to just go through piecemeal stuff and to me there's something just soothing about these compilations that some people do and it was um as a 49 minute uh three talk show appearances all put together thing did you watch it all in one go or, or chop it up i watched it all in one go Interesting. I was, yeah i was doing some just sort of cardio on a bike and i just put it on now and then and then the piece of resistance is the end of it all where exactly what I needed to where get to. he comes out with so i believe it must be towards the end of conan's run yep. where yep. everyone knows that conan is no longer gonna host the tonight show yes and he comes out with a gift basket everyone thinks it's a gift basket to say well done and all that sort of stuff mm. when actually it's a gift basket that he forgot to give him at the start <laughs> of his run <laughs> and he said don't open it that's been there since like november or something like that it probably smells <laughs> yeah it probably smells and then conan reads the card that's written yeah. basically sort of going oh well done you finally made it <laughs> <laughs> this is the pinnacle <laughs> you're the king of late night like and this yeah. is literally his last week hosting they the the nbc brain trust have never made such a shrewd move as to hire you and all this stuff when they totally <laughs> fucked him by that point mod a part of my language um explicit content today um i'm so glad you like that bit too because it was literally just two minutes at the end yeah of yeah and it just it's so uh the thing that i love about it is that was genuinely a really hard time in conan's life <laughs> professionally and personally and norm leaned into it <laughs> and norm just leaned into it and it's really funny i'm not sure you noticed but like the first line he reads where it's clear what the joke is and he makes eye contact with conan you hear a few r's and the audience they're like oh like and then conan just starts creasing he's laughing so hard at being made fun of so like harshly and it's because it's making fun of the situation it's what conan needs he doesn't need tiptoeing around it like let's just mm. rip into it so yeah that that capstone on it it's almost like uh it's almost like that 49 minute video is like quite a nice summary of like how conan did have a good run as it was too short but conan had a good run and brought his his form of zany humor to to the tonight show for that year so on many different levels i'm glad that you use uh, the word delightful that is a peak adjective for when christopher enjoys something that i enjoy and now i can already confidently say unless you're very much misrepresenting your scores that i have not nailed it this week you by being too off should be running away with us because i should gave I? it yeah i Go gave on. it it's my first time sometimes i don't know about you mate but i'm i'm just looking for different patterns of numbers at this point <laughs> i gave it are all... we recording these numbers anywhere by the way I yes the, we should yes have they're all recorded i need to what? i need to in my notebook but i can put them on a spreadsheet what your scores my scores your yeah. guesses my guesses yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. I know, Let's but... Take them it, on a spreadsheet, Jeff. Yeah, I know. What are we doing? It's a, it's a digital <laughs> world. I'm here, like, looking at my notebook and going, that's nice. And Chris was like, I could do with seeing them too. Um, so oh. I gave a... Listen, I mean, it was a one. It was I was near a first one. Now that I've heard from you, it's more like a two, I bet, for anticipation. But last week felt like a one. You just had a bit of a week on, and it was Norm again. Mm-hmm. I actually thought you might have been so not in the place to enjoy this, just practical-wise. I thought you had a two. Now it sounds more like a four. Um, so I put one, two, and then for whatever reason, now that you're, you've are you done your race and everything's calmed down, I thought you'd be like, oh, actually, that was all right. I thought, I thought it was going to be one, two, three. Wow. I know. Um... <laughs> that might be the most off I've ever been. Yeah, I clearly won. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a three in anticipation. Oh, okay. Because I, was, I wasn't over the moon, but no. I was like, no. it's Norm MacDonald on late night. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 
Because that's where I think he excels in that. Yes. Oh, you already knew you were going to have a better time than before. Yeah. And guess what? I did. You did. I had a four. Enjoyment. Um, And then retrospect a four as well. Wow. Okay. It is good. And there, there are there are bits in there that I'd happily share with people. Yes. Oh, that's a pretty key thing, right? Including the uh, the moth joke, which I will link to. Um, So I was five off. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's that's a Christopher win. That is a Christopher win. Ching indeed. Speaking of Christopher winning, um, I'm going to try not to overthink it this week because we we may or may not also have more stuff coming up. Are we, or... are we going straight into pitches? Um, sure. sure. I, I just thought that we're, our runtime at the moment, we're doing all right. What, I what thought we say? could do a quick week that was. Oh, tell us, tell us about I your watched, week that was. Uh, well, because on, on my Saturday before the race, I went to the cinema in Manchester, Jeff. And I in Manchester? Yeah. What did you see there? I saw Renfeld and it was fucking great. Wow. <laughs> Renfield or is it Renfeld? I don't know because <laughs> I, every I, time Nicolas Cage says it, yeah. he's got teeth coming out of his mouth and I don't know what he's saying. I'll, I'll find but... out. While you tell the people about it, what's it about? So it's Renfield. about Dracula's servant or familiar mm. as they refer it to. And Nicholas Holt is great in it. And Nicolas Cage is also great in it. Mm. And Ben Schwartz oh, is great in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And Aquafina. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah, her yeah. name? I think yeah. that might She's also it. great in it. Um, right. And and they just they, it just it was it was a great fun movie because clearly okay. Nicolas Cage walked in. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you how do you want me to play play Dracula? And they're yeah. like, just play it like Nicolas Cage. And I was like, cool, <laughs> great, I'm in. Likewise, Ben Schwartz walks in. And they're like, how do you want me to play this like weird gangster guy? And it's like, mm. just, just play it like John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. And he's like, cool, I will. No worries. So everyone just got it's to like, do their stuff. Just doing their thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> So, that's one guy and career I find baffling, and not in a bad way. I just don't get Schwartz. it. No, Nicholas Cage. What's going okay. on there? He's just having a whale of a time in all these movies that I'm not too into from the outside. But then I see the whale of a time he's having. And I'm like, oh, I'm missing out not watching more Nicholas Cage movies. He's just super charismatic and weird. And yeah, yeah. I to be honest, I, I was I don't know whether I was meant to be laughing, but any time he was on screen being Dracula, <laughs> shouting at Nicholas Holt. I just was laughing because I'm so pretty sure you were meant to be. Was it just yeah. a rip roaring good time? Yeah, it's just Nicolas Cage shouting, which I'm pretty oh, sure mate. that's a YouTube video that exists. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> Nicolas Cage shouting. I'll take it. it the the it trailer great. looks entertaining. I mean, I hadn't seen the trailer. You had just went in. Yeah, cold. my partner was like, "Let's go watch it." Mm. Nicolas Cage being a Dracula. I was like, "I'm in." Yeah, I'll do. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. the bo- the the pitch doesn't have to be too complicated, does it? Nope. Like, <laughs> I just need to put my feet up yeah. and watch a movie on Saturday and rest up for running a marathon the next oh, day. Oh, that's so awesome. Let, let's just go to the cinema and watch that. I love when you do fun. something around a big event like that because now that marathon will always be tied to that movie for you, which is too random but too cute. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I think I might have to stick to a tradition uh, right now because I'm enjoying lots of cultural stuff, but I'm going to keep up this FOMO of the week thing. Cause just there's, Oh, there's, what have you missed out on this? <laughs> there's never going to not be a thing. And this is, for me, at least archiving... Is it Jay Paul at Coachella? I mean, or? it might be. Archiving them here, at least, is better than just they get lost. For some reason, I find it comforting to at least complain about them. Jay Paul at Go Coachella on. is one of them. Frank Ocean at Coachella is one of them. I found from the... Is on- it the Always Sunny podcast? At Alex- uh, another um, one, which I feel Royal like is Hall, your hugest yeah. FOMO of the week. Yeah. Um, it's another... I feel like they might as well be a sponsor of the podcast. It's the Prince Charles Cinema. They did another all-nighter marathon. This time, oh this time it, was for Wong, uh, it was for Bong Joon-ho, not Wong Kar Wai. Wong Kar Wai was the all-day marathon. This is an all-night marathon. And dude, up until the very last minute, I was like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then 
it was like um name coming... one film in that marathon that i might have heard of your parasite he's the guy who directed parasite ah gotcha, 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 yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. so imagine like it's it's yeah. all the films and it's going to culminate with that one so that would have been such a cool like his whole career kind of thing and dude it's just it's 8 p.m to 8 a.m i just do you know what i needed it's it's similar to like some days dude prep like mm. stagger some lion times um have your snacks ready and i just by the time i was considering going i was like wait i could make it there but then once i'm there i'm just stuck in the cinema until the morning me, i'm not gonna me make and you it. have two different types of marathons and two different types of prep for them <laughs> so we're two funny. we're two and, and you know Maybe as we age, we can continue to get healthier and do the type of marathon you did. You know, God willing, our, our bodies hold out. But the type of marathon I was trying to look down the barrel of, I was like, this isn't this isn't the one. I don't think I've got it in me. Um, I really don't. I, it almost made me sad to think like, so am I just never going to do an all night? Like I would like to, but all things considered, those are hard things to pull off, man. Um, mm. That has to. I think it just about has to be my foam of the week. I'm enjoying just every week shouting out. The Prince Charles Cinema is probably my favorite cinema. I'm going about... Uh, all the time but um they, is... d- silly question mm. they, when you walk in they're like hi jeff well they few... recognize you <laughs> I... I like i'm just i'm just curious no, there is so a... much there's... like well, there is one always if there's someone different behind the counter you're like oh, it's very very people, often don't get me there's very often different people behind the counter but just recently i did have a guy who was like didn't i just see you at raging bull the other day and i was like yeah that was me <laughs> and we had a chat about raging bull um so that was fun so yeah basically you're catching me at a point where i'm just getting over the tipping point of People are starting to know me um, at the but, counter. I feel like you've been going for decades. That's well, no, why I'm a bit more. No, the, recently it's been uh, concentrated a lot, but there's it is one of those places where there seems to be different people over the counter. Mm. And this time I saw my guy and I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to. I literally just saw him like two days ago and he knew me. Um, but there does seem to be different people there all the time. And God bless every one of them. But I'm sorry, just a quick one since it is in the discourse. Have you seen. Are you a Frank Ocean guy at all? Aware I've, of. I've. Had I've covered him yes without realizing in okay. my uh in my um uh contemporary covers duo jx yes times. shout out but that's mainly because my uh partner james mm. tells me that we're covering a song so i have to go and learn it but uh, you never <laughs> never had a proper frank ocean period just did the no, song and aware really. of it he basically came yeah. back at, and in fact when i hear some of those <laughs> yeah. songs yeah the originals i should say i get really confused so i'm like i know this but oh, this that's is so the way funny. i did it yeah <laughs> he's he's a weirdly for only having two official albums he's a weirdly important guy culturally mm. and he just came back at coachella last night and it was just okay. a weird thing if you follow any of the online stories about it where similar to how glasto does it except it was all on youtube as opposed to the bbc they mm. were streaming all the performances and the thing people are most hyped about he hasn't performed in six years hasn't done an album for that nearly as long mm. is frank ocean's comeback he's headlining he was supposed to do coachella 2020 and then for obvious reasons he didn't it says mad they said they weren't going to stream that and everyone was like mm. interesting that's a bit sus and there's just lots of um slightly let down vibes about the gig from what i can tell like he was an hour late there was a big dj set in the middle he cut off early because of curfew it's just it's a very odd one to me where like my first thought is and i I have a similar wonder about jay paul thing because jay paul Mm. quite famously hadn't performed live ever and it was his first ever show but there is a funny thing to me where like as much as um it is a huge deal to like do like the first one back after forever or like the first one Mm. ever at the same time am i it might be quite an elementary way of looking at it but like if you haven't got your reps in performing as big a mm. deal as it is to the audience that it's like yeah like that might be a lot like at the end of the day frank ocean is a human and a performer and a musician and that might have been a lot for him to sort of juggle and i don't know if people 
uh, maybe should have tempered their expectations a bit. So I just wanted to put mm. that out there. A bit of a looking at what's going on in the culture. That was a big, big talking point over the over the weekend. But personally speaking, the biggest point over the weekend was a certain chap did it, and he's here, and we're very proud Yay. of him. So congratulations <laughs> on that. And hey, listen. Also, also, it was the uh, season fifteen RuPaul's Drag Race finale. As well. Oh, that was, that was also a big deal. Was so it a big deal? Yeah, of course it was a, a big bigger deal. deal than The Apprentice finale. I like when you watch reality show yes. finales. You're a big yes. sitcom in the middle guy, discography debut guy, uh, reality show finale guy. Discography debut. Are you just doing alliteration <laughs> for, for the sake? <laughs> I am indeed. Um, I mean, I think we've we've hit we've nearly hit every segment we uh, we like to do. I can do another one, um, which is uh, oh, we're, we're just playing the hits. <laughs> Thing might as well. I was trying to think if there's anything else. I feel like I I've got. I feel, like I, been a, I feel like it's been a while. Jeff. Did you have? A, it has right. Have you got an yeah. odds and ends? Because I have a tweet of the week. Are you ready to hear my tweet? Oh, actually, of the week? no. So I do have Please. one thing I need to shout out. So yeah. on the on the train out up to Manchester, me and my partner started watching a series on Netflix called Beef. Oh mate, everyone's talking Wong. about beef. Did you oh, enjoy? It's, it's great. I've, I've I've only watched. I think we've only watched about three episodes or something. But it, it's it's good fun. Actually, I'm having a good time. Interesting. Yeah, just thought, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. Because you know what I do, Jeff. I do know what you do. You watch all the shows, my friend. He I watch watches all the shows. All the shows. Um, yeah. My we'll t- get that on a t-shirt if anyone wants to email in and ask for it. If, I'm just saying. Listen, <laughs> if if you email in right now and have demands, we just have to meet them. We've so bigged up yeah. the amount of power these emails hold yeah. over us. We want to bring people in. I mean, Christopher, to let people in and show behind the curtain, have you checked the emails recently? Someone might have emailed. Should we should we check the emails live on the pod? Yep, I've sent one and you sent one. Still? <laughs> Honest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can check live. No, you're fine. I, I have think a it gets, feeling. It's getting sadder. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, is there not just a gmail are you sure you want this account kind of email actually, this no, account is it's eerily quiet kind I've of gone thing. to my own emails which doesn't <laughs> <laughs> and i won't tell you what the second one in there is no need no need um while we're just double checking and doubling down on yeah we have an email from me yeah uh saying review two things yeah uh we have an mo- email from Hence google saying please staying. check your account settings nice and <laughs> we have an email from you saying here's that norm mcdonald vid <laughs> that's about it it's just tumbleweed right now well i think i can yeah. cover two different things before we get out of here with our pitches which is an odds and ends and a tweet of the week Ooh, because go on it's to do with lana and i'm still i feel it's such a as an analogy for for the non-initiated it might for the uninitiated rather it might be rather weird but you're you're gonna know exactly what i mean you know that feeling you had where i was like oh i don't know what to recommend now that i'm getting mm-hmm. into her so i listened to ultra violence this week and i'm sort of doing it a bit sequentially it's like ryan adams's discography like everyone yeah. is like a little world into itself and so fun and so cool and i just saw this tweet can't get through a, a pod without mentioning <laughs> The bingo card is alive with Ryan Adams. Oh, yeah. uh, my uh, spoiler, my FOMO of the week next week will be missing his uh, live solo gig at the London Palladium this week. And I told you he was playing Manchester while I was up there. I I st- I'm st- I'm not, I'm, this is all a lot to, to deal with. Um, Ryan Adams is going gonna, is gonna to show up on the podcast. I, I have a prediction. He's going to be the first uh, guest, which will be weird. Because <laughs> then we'll get cancelled. And we hadn't even got our first email yet. It's sad. The tweet of the week. It's also an odds Go and ends. Because it's just such a good... Um, I hadn't even thought about either of these artists like this, and it just it gives me a whole new perspective. 
Harry, at Harry Hugh wrote, I'm always a bit baffled when I see Dylan compared to younger artists whose work is open and vulnerable, because that is very much not Dylan's vibe. Dylan's whole catalogue is animated by his refusal to embrace some vulnerability, which forces him to get at those feelings in craftier ways. And this tweet was in response to someone saying, is there a male version of Lana Del Rey? And someone said, Bob Dylan. And then that was the reply. Wow. And that just the wording of it sort of killed me, because like the amount of emotion and storytelling and craft and art i find in bob dylan's songs i'd never put just that one sort of word on it vulnerability mm. which when you put it that way i can kind of agree with the the tweet in a way um not that like that is the way you should judge all art but if you wanted to look at it that way i guess i kind mm. of do agree with it but then i'm not fully convinced that is what uh lana's doing as much as she's emotionally but i don't know it just gave me this whole different perspective it's got lots of thoughts going and i just i love yeah. um and hey, to even be comparing those two in any way in the same sentence is props to her, man, because he's like. I the love how deep you're going into Lana Del Rey right now. <laughs> so he's funny. the songwriter of the 20th century, and she's a she's a huge deal. She's a huge deal. Um, yeah. Have you listened to the new album yet? Uh, I was listening to it in the car with my partner just on the way back, but again, I felt like I'd recognise a lot of those songs because they've turned up in the the shuffle list. Oh, okay. That's so great. it's still all a bit of a blur. Maybe I need to segment it in that way but then to be honest i can enjoy it how i enjoy it exactly well. exactly um have you got a pitch for me this week my friend i a part of me doesn't want to show my hand until you show me your hand <laughs> i don't know why we are getting i'm nervous i don't a... trust you anymore jeff <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny i feel like because i've got something i've either got something nice or something not so nice <laughs> i don't know how to deal with it <laughs> well i'm finally just gonna uh i'm gonna do a thing i'm just gonna close a little circle a loose end tie it up something that any came... other ways of saying that <laughs> yeah i know right i was thinking <laughs> do i have one more oh, i don't um, shut the door yeah something something complete circle closure it is something that got mentioned <laughs> and then he was like why didn't you just let me listen to that and it's the <gasps> new 1975 album it's called being funny Wait. in a foreign language it's a nice short album it's a cool album give it a listen but cool i feel like we're being nice but uh mm, <laughs> I am I am going to take your YouTube video. Mm, raise me. And and raise you a YouTube video. So I thought I wrote it down. Did mm. I not write it down? Oh, no, I probably couldn't. I mean oh, I did. Where did I write it? We're gonna oh, link to it in the show notes. It is. Mm. But I'm torn. Okay. I've got two that I wanna show I wanna share. It's gonna be like Edward Sharp where we do a radiohead analogy. <laughs> no, it's not. I think feel like I'm just going to give you the latest one that came out. Okay. And you, many, many moons ago, said, mm. what's the deal with hot ones? Can you just recommend me a hot ones? Oh, YouTube and, video. And, you, and I said, just find someone you like and watch it. <laughs> and you're like, good recommendation, Chris. Um, <laughs> so season Accurate 20 impression. of Hot Ones wow. has, has come to an end. And it ended with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and it was just good fun. And mm. I don't know if you've watched many at all. Or no, I've just seen clips. Or anything. You've just seen clips. Yeah. And the reason why I'm proper leaning into this is because yeah. you mentioned Jimmy Fallon earlier and how he interviews people. He just finds them charming and interesting. Yeah. And every single guest on here mm. um, always comments after the fact and says, great questions. Great oh. questions. Great interview. As well mm. as it's just a celebrity in hot wings that progressively get hotter while they're being interviewed. Yes. The actual questions that this guy comes up with, and I feel quite rude that I've forgotten the interviewee's name. Interviewer's sure. name. Yes. Um, 
at the moment. As he, he does proper deep dives into these people and asks them really interesting questions about their career. And they always seem shocked and also humbled by it That's and have a great time. Very good and, show, you And I think friend. in terms of interviewing, mm. this guy does the best interviews with anyone you're wow. interested in because he proper goes deep into it. The Christopher Stamp of Approval, one of the best interviewers in the game right now. I think he just said best Honestly. Actually. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm that's that's fine. fair. Watch it. And watch it and tell me otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And so it's the Jake Gyllenhaal I'm, I'm, episode. Or no? Yeah, because it was the last one I watched. Okay. Um, and I thought it was interesting. However, Ooh. like I did with American Dad. Oh, we've got. And I know you, you like to do your research, Jeffrey. Um, yeah. Just go back a few episodes earlier in the season, and Bob Odenkirk was on it as well. Oh, love about um, Bob. So, either or. One or the other, Neither I'll let you pick, or, or both, whatever you want. But we do have to agree now. Yeah, yeah, we do, exactly. <laughs> which one we're going to base the scores yeah, on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't care. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, whichever one you pick, my yeah. scores will remain the same. I'm happy. Because I'm quite confident okay. that you'll enjoy either of them. Interesting. I'm, hmm. I'm, I mean... Or you could just tell me which one you're going to watch. Yeah, I feel That's like... Or both, because it's 40 minutes or something. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I think just, they're about 20, 25 minutes each. I feel like I'm just going to do the like the, the typical game show thing of like, I'm going to take your first answer first. Yeah, I'm going to take it gonna And then Bob is going to be just, if I'm enjoying it, and then I can just tell you how I find it. But I think I'm going to score that So one. you've not seen any of it. You've just seen clips. you never uh, watched let, a single Tell one. me about how... the amount of people that have been on this show, it's this ridiculous. Is, that is ridiculous. I, I'm I'm baffled by how baffled you are. Because I feel like we live... I do love to consume complete content. And I don't know what has stopped me from just being won over to this thing. Oh, do you know what it might be? He's so general. Mm. I'm very niche these days. I'll go to the show about the thing, the thing, the very small thing. The, do you know what I mean? He asks the niche questions. That's, that's cool. Like that's yeah. cool. Maybe just uh, I need uh, one to to make it viable for me. But yeah, let me try Let me try Jake. I'm a, bit, I'm a big Jake fan. Jake's great. Um, and part of me thinks you should watch... Bob, I do this so bad every time. Only because he you know asks I'm really baffled. deep and niche questions. About, I'm baffled. I don't want to ruin did, it. I'm, I'm not trying to influence it. At the end of the day, I it's your call. Not even. Crazily, I we have a running joke about me pestering you about watching Succession. I just saw on a social media platform the other day that you were watching Kieran Culkin on it. And I was like, you know what? I might watch that one. Kieran Culkin's the man. He's so good on that show. So like every like that was just an example to me of yeah. every now and again I do see a clip that's like oh I could watch that like I've seen the you know speaking of clips from it the Paul Rudd gif from it is just immortal yeah. right I can't Look believe I haven't gone back to who would have thought who would have thought <laughs> Look at us um so yeah uh, let's let Jake was the first one let me go with Jake go on with Jake are you are you a Jake fan Jake fan you're a Jake fan yeah I very consciously name, name your favorite Jake movie. <laughs> Go now. I mean, Night I don't want to be that guy, but Donnie Darko, <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. I like Southpaw. I thought that was underrated. He just did this big thing at the last um, second to last UFC pay per view where he's now going to play an MMA fighter. He's doing a remake of the movie Roadhouse, and Conor McGregor and him are working together, which I find interesting. I think he's an interesting actor. How does all of this knowledge live in your head already? <laughs> you have any, are, you, are you doing research now, Jeff? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for your job, Hot Ones guy. I just need the hook. Okay, because you've got the hook of wings and I've got the hook of alliteration, apparently, is my thing. You got the. Anyway, um, all of that said, we have fun things to look forward to. We sort of doubled down this week in the sense of both offering up um, comedy to each other. And we both had 
relatively good times actually and next week we've got another album and another youtube video so we can all look forward to that one we can all look forward to the nice sprinkling of guitars in your ears now everyone have a wonderful week whatever you accomplish you go have a good time doing so i hope there's some sun in your week like there's some sun in our days right now and we'll take care goodbye take care if you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak the microphones bleed cause they're so cheap we're sorry to your ears if you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro or if you don't like the whole show question why were you here if you don't like the podcast if you think we both speak too fast too many tangents never stay on task pick up a book instead if you don't like what we recommend if your patience wears thin towards the end if you think you could do better with your friend please go ahead if you don't like this content or like me the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again